When you hear the term CEO, you probably think of big companies with boards of directors, annual reports and financial statements. So if you're a sole trader, a freelancer or owner-operator working from your spare bedroom, per working space or small rental premises, you probably feel a bit weird about the idea of thinking like a CEO, never mind calling yourself one. And if you've worked in a corporate role in the past or you're building your business alongside a day job, you may even feel glad to leave it all behind you. But you are a CEO, even if you don't think you are, because you're the leader of your business. In other words, it's your responsibility to lead the business and the people in it. And even if you don't have a team right now and your people are freelancers or contractors you use occasionally for specific tasks. However, thinking and behaving like a CEO is the number one thing you can do to generate consistent, predictable income in your business and create a business that has a legacy. One perhaps you can sell further down the line or scale so that others can deliver some or even all of what you do now. I'm Janet Murray. I'm a business strategist and copywriter who helps consultants, coaches, freelancers and small business owners generate consistent income and recurring revenue. I'm also the creator of the Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner, which contains tried and tested strategy and resources to grow your business. I'm big on strategy, which for me is about simplicity and always finding the easiest route to achieving your goals, but I don't claim to have all the answers. Who does? But I will share the questions you need to be asking to build the kind of business you want to run. The first season of this podcast is really about developing a CEO mindset and why you need to and also what that looks like. And it really doesn't matter whether you've been in business for 10 minutes or 10 years or even longer. If you're interested in growing your business without running yourself into the ground or working 24-7, you will get value from this podcast because we'll be covering ground that isn't often covered in business or marketing programs especially in recent years when the rhetoric has been firmly focused on passive income at the expense, in my opinion, of good old-fashioned business education. And you're sure to hear me airing my views on this topic at various points in this podcast series. So yeah, it might feel weird calling yourself a CEO, but you really are, regardless of whether it's just you slaving away in your back bedroom, in your garden office, if you're lucky enough to have one, as a contractor or a freelancer or whether you employ people in your business either on the payroll or by contracting the services of other self-employed people. Because here's the really important thing. Being small doesn't mean your behaviour and the decisions you make have a small impact on your business. If anything, they have an even bigger impact if it's just you or a small team. So like it or not, you are a leader The buck stops with you and every decision you make has an impact on the success of your business or otherwise. To show you what I mean and how thinking and behaving more like a CEO could transform your business, I'm going to talk about seven key areas that drive business growth and compare CEO behaviours with your typical consultant, coach, trainer or small business owner. If you're like many of my clients, you'll probably find you're a bit hit and miss on some or even all of these behaviours. We'll talk more about why this is significant afterwards. And I do want to give you the heads up. This might be uncomfortable listening because it might highlight a lot of areas for development and growth. But being willing to get uncomfortable and really honest with yourself about this stuff is exactly what you need to fix those parts of your business that don't feel like they're working as well as they could do right now. Many of these areas, in fact all of them, 
are also the parts of your business you need to pay close attention to if you're interested in scaling or selling your business further down the line. And if you think your business doesn't have saleable value, you may be pleasantly surprised by what you hear in the episode on this topic. So let's look at these seven areas then. So the first one is finance. So typical CEO behavior, setting and tracking clear data-driven financial goals. Small business owners, this is the typical behavior I tend to see or have seen over the years. They're often unclear or inconsistent with income goals. Often if I ask a small business owner how much they want to earn, they often can't tell me. And if they do, their goals are often not driven by data. And when I say data, I just mean literally previous sales or, for example, something like how many sales calls they have to do typically to get a client. So the second area you need to look at is lead generation and sales. So CEO behavior looks like this, prioritizing the lead generation and sales process and having one for every key product or service. Small business owners, these are the typical behaviours I see in this area. They'll often struggle to talk you through their sales process. And what I typically find is that the reason this is such a struggle is because they're inconsistent with lead generation. So they're flitting between strategies. They might do social media for a few weeks or they might do a newsletter for a while. They'll often say, oh, I've tried lots of things and you know they didn't really work. And that's usually because they haven't tried it for long enough and they haven't been able to gather data about which bits work and which bits don't so that they can tweak it and get things working better. So the third area it's important to look at is the customer or client base. So CEO behavior is about really valuing that existing customer or client base and really prioritizing creating that loyalty and understanding that it's typically easier to get repeat business or to get recommendations referrals from existing clients than it is to start new. And a CEO will have a good understanding of the key numbers in their business. For example, the cost of acquiring a customer or a client or the lifetime value of a customer or client or their conversion rates for key sales activities or how much it actually costs to deliver a particular service. Small business owners, what I typically see is they don't know how long it takes or how much it costs to deliver a service so they don't always have a great handle on their capacity and that's what leads to feast and famine or overwhelm or undercharging or over delivering they often don't know things like the cost something else they often would struggle with is knowing the cost of acquiring a new client or retaining one there are always costs even if that cost is your time so they'll often spend a lot more time trying to attract new clients instead of getting repeat business or upselling to their existing client base, which is easier. Another area to look at is hiring and outsourcing. So typical CEO behavior is really focusing on hiring the right people to achieve your business goals and hiring for the role, not the person. What I tend to see in small business owners is often they're really overwhelmed and they'll either think that they can't afford to outsource because they don't know the numbers around their own capacity and delivery and how much money it could save them by having someone take over a particular task for them. They also typically don't have very clear processes. So when it comes to thinking about hiring a VA or somebody to help, they're not sure which parts they can outsource because they're not actually clear on what they do, what's the process they go through. 
So I know it can be annoying to get interrupted when you're listening to a podcast, but if you're enjoying this podcast and you don't want to miss out when a new episode lands, and I do plan to drop some bonus episodes ahead of the new season, please hit the follow button on your favorite podcast app. You can do it while you're listening now. Not only will this make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes, but it will also help get this podcast in front of more listeners. Thank you so much. And now back to the episode. Another common theme is hiring a VA or assistant or a social media manager and then getting frustrated because they don't deliver. And that's typically because they hire a person rather than hire for the role with very specific tasks. And they're kind of expecting that person to be like a mind reader who just knows what they need them to do. So it's not really the fault of the VA or the person they've outsourced to because they didn't really know what they were supposed to be doing. Another key area to look at, and again, this one's really important if you're thinking you might like to sell or scale your business further down the line, is infrastructure and processes. So a CEO would always be directing resources and people towards the most profitable activities in the business. And they really value having key processes in place. So the business is not dependent on one person. So if somebody's sick, if they need to take leave, everything's documented so somebody could step in. And the business isn't dependent on key people. It can still run without its key people. What I typically see in business owners is prioritising lower cost products or services that are more fun. So the classic one is spending ages creating an ebook for $9.99 or some kind of online course that takes months to create and they don't have a big enough audience to sell loads of them at the expense of getting one-to-one clients and they're spending the majority of their week when they really look at where they're spending their time. They're spending a lot more time on the things that are least profitable and make it harder for themselves to develop that consistent, predictable income. Next area is business strategy and planning. So CEO behaviour, forward planning, future-proofing the business, looking ahead, planning more than the next week or month, you know, five-year plan, three-year plan, two-year plan. Whereas your typical small business owner will often be relying on inbound leads rather than actively seeking clients. They often don't know how many clients or contracts they need per quarter or per month to meet their income targets. And they're not always that clear on how long it actually takes them to deliver a service to a particular client. They don't have very clear packages. We'll get into that later in this series. So it is hard for them often to think further ahead than the next months or quarter because it's very feast and famine and just getting the money in, doing the work, being busy and then panicking because often where they're working with retainer clients, they don't have an action plan in place for replacing a client at short notice. They'll say things like, well, I've worked for this client for years and they wouldn't drop me, but they won't necessarily have a contract in place to ensure that if that does happen, then they'll be financially compensated and they certainly don't have a plan for getting a new client in or they're not working on their lead generation and sales all year round. Last area is brand recognition and values. So typical CEO behaviour, what they're aspiring to is not to get rich or famous quick. Uh, They're wanting to acquire genuine expertise, authority to have proven results. And this runs through everything that they do. And they know that this takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. Whereas with small business owners, kind of behaviours I would see is posting inconsistently on social media without any real purpose because they don't really have solid financial goals. They'll often be focusing on launch content, so very kind of salesy content, 
as a sought leadership content, and I will get into that more in a later episode. And they also don't have a process in place for collecting proof of the transformation they can provide. And I don't even just mean testimonials. I mean, they're often not clear themselves as to if somebody invests in their product or service, like how much time or how much money or how much hassle is that going to save someone? Therefore, they'll struggle with pricing too. So that's a very quick overview. And if you're anything like my clients, you're probably doing some of these things, but you're almost certainly not doing all of them and certainly not doing them consistently. And if that's the case, that will be why you're seeing inconsistent results in your business and in your income. And the answer really isn't, as many people think it is, to create more content or to show up on social media more often. And I'll share more on this in the next episode. Yeah, you know, marketing is going to be part of the solution. But without a solid business strategy behind this, you're not going to see a big change in your results because you won't know why you're actually doing things and what results you're hoping to get. So thinking and behaving more like a CEO is something that could have a dramatic effect on your business and also your income. And just having a business that feels stable and you won't have to wait months to see the results. Now, it may well be that you've heard me talk about those seven areas and you're feeling really overwhelmed right now because you recognise yourself or some of your behaviours in quite a few of those areas or all of them. And if that's the case, then please remember this. Number one, you don't have to fix everything at once and nor should you. This podcast series is designed to show you the key areas to focus on and the right questions to ask to fix some of these things and to grow in those areas where you need to. And number two, perfection is not the goal. An improvement of just 10% would have a significant impact on your business and your income. So whatever you do, please don't beat yourself up about not having everything figured out in your business. Nobody does, even after best part of a decade in business, there's still things on that list that I know I need to work on or things change and you need to update and you need to improve in areas that previously you you were doing okay in. But knowing where to place your focus and being able to prioritise, well, that's a game changer. And after more than 20 years in business overall and a decade helping business owners with this stuff, for me, it always starts and ends with money. So in the next session, we'll look at three common blocks to consistent business income and how to avoid them. If you're finding the content in the Courageous CEO podcast useful, then make sure you join the waitlist for my 2024 Business Strategy Planner so you can grab the pre-order discount and bonuses, which are only available for a limited time. These tried and tested resources have helped my clients save time and make more money in their business. Like professional organiser Victoria Bantz, she generated £2,800 worth of new business using just one of the templates that you get with the planning system. Rowena Wilding, a marketing consultant who used the planning system and the resources to reduce her working week to three days without reducing her business income. And Zoe Willingham a dog behaviourist who increased her business income, which was already at six figures, by 20% using the strategy and templates in my business strategy planning system. The Courageous CEO Business Strategy Planner includes a gorgeous A4 desk planner, and there's a digital version too, a 60-minute audio training, and a template and checklist to help you implement the systems and processes you need to grow your business. Order during the last week of August 2023, and you'll also get my Thought Leadership Strategy Training, and a copy of my new book. That's over £150 in free bonuses alone. I will add a link to get your business strategy planner in the show notes of this podcast. 
but please make sure you don't leave it too late because those discounts and bonuses are only available during pre-order week, which ends on September 4th. <laughs>